We might as well start. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, I'm Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I'm Riley. Oh, hi, Riley. How are you? Nice to meet you. I should really switch this to where I just interview, the, interview you the I whole time. I wish you would. That'd be a lot easier. It really would give me a break. Or maybe we need a third person to interview us. Actually, I've been wishing for that all week. <laughs> and guess what? It's just us. Okay, well, we'll just have to make it up as we go. Okay, sounds good. Where <laughs> so should we start? I told the people that we would tell them our story. Okay, sounds good. And then I also opened up for some questions. And Ooh. <laughs> got a couple interesting things, so I'll tell those to you in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. You're so sweet. Um, all right, so should we start with where we met? Sure. I can't remember what time of year it was. Oh, yeah, it was. It was like early fall. October. Well, no, that was... October. Yeah, October. Yes, I um, was working in Atlanta and also had a house in Anderson, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Probably not to most people, but um, I was back home for the I weekend. I had just bought a house. You just bought a house as well, which we found out later on. We can't jump to that part yet. We got to like... Gradually, <laughs> and um, anytime I was back home, my my parents loved going to Longhorn. Where were you at the time? I was at Longhorn. Oh, you were at Longhorn. That's <laughs> right. What were you doing at Longhorn? Those cute jeans. Yeah, those were some cute jeans, and the glasses. The glasses got oh. me actually. <laughs> You're so silly. They were really cute, for real. Anyway, so I finally pick up on the fact that you're stalking me. Uh, stalking's a little... Yeah, I did call ahead a few times just to make sure you're working before we went, just to assure that you were there. I guess that is stalking. That's a little bit creeperish. I'm sorry. And so it started to get weird. Yeah. And then... But the I think the time that I actually knew that you requested me and sat in my section is the night you or your father... One of y'all asked me out. <laughs> I asked you out. I was told by uh, my stepdad that if I did not um, get your number, or ask at least ask for your number, then I would have to pay for the meal. And um, I just want to clarify: I was not. I did not typically give my number. I did get asked several times, but I did not give my number out to customers. Normally. Normally. Not so normally. I just feel like so embarrassed that this is how you got my number. <laughs> that was not normal for me, but you were with your parents and I felt pressure. So I put it on the receipt and just slipped it in mm -hmm. the check. Yeah, and I thought you didn't give it to me. And so I was like, oh man. So I went to go ahead and pay. And, and you're like, no, it's in there. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I like walked away super then, fast. Yeah, you were gone. I don't think I saw you the rest of the time. <laughs> you were just out. <laughs> But anyway, it worked out. So the next day you called me. Uh, well, there were actually some other details in there before that. <laughs> I, uh, I was hanging out with a friend that evening, went through and put the number in my phone, was so excited, and called you the next day after church and got the whole message of, you know, the number you have dialed is no longer in service, is whatever, that kind of thing. I was like... Uh -huh. Yeah, super distraught, like, oh my gosh, that I can't. That really would have been a good idea. I can't even go to Longhorn anymore. <laughs> you know, like that no kind of thing. No more fried cheesecake for you. <laughs> oh, the fried cheesecake was so good. Um, but, but then I realized that I just put the number in my phone wrong. So I love that story. Called, and you answered, and we went on a first date that night. We talked on the phone a long time that day, too, because you told me your behavior therapist and yeah. I think I squealed like the highest pitch yeah because it shocked me yeah I was worried. I think it shocked me I don't know like I don't know if we've ever talked about that but the fact that you worked with kids and did something in a similar field to what I was going to school for I think surprised me because mm -hmm. I was in school for or I had just finished right y'all <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so crazy. Wow, we are clearly not practiced in talking about our past with each other and definitely not sharing it with the rest of the world. Ah, ah, it was so crazy and just, I mean, obviously we've been putting this off forever because it's hard. It's hard to just say, here you go, let's just air our dirty laundry. And I know we didn't get into the like 
nitty gritty, like knockout throwdown, anything crazy like that. I mean, it was our first time, right? So chill out. Maybe another time we can share all that with you if you beg. Um, but anyway, it was, it was good. It was good to just get it out and talk about those hard things. Honestly, it, it does feel good. And it fills my heart with love for, for our life, for our marriage, for him. And it's because when you're honest and you just throw out those hard things, it shows you how far you've come, right? It's like, whoa, this thing is going somewhere. We are not the same people that we've been. We've both like dug in our heels and made this thing happen. And that's why it's working. We are terrible, awful, selfish, broken people, like ridiculous. I am not even kidding, but we both want it. And, and I know that that is the greatest gift. I know it's the greatest gift. I've had it where that wasn't the case. And it didn't work, right? You know that about me. So for me to have someone who, yeah, he he messes up. Yeah, he, you know, has weird things that he does. And I think, what is wrong with you sometimes? Um, but I'm so thankful that he shows up. He shows up and he's steady and he's here. And, and I realize that that's such a great gift, you know? But anyway, like telling your story, it just fills your heart with thankfulness. And it also like takes your eyes off of all the like, Ooh, I wish I had this. Ooh, I want that. Or I should have had that. Or cause I spend so much time begging for those things that I think we need in our life and our marriage and our relationships or whatever. Um, and then, but when, and then I like go back and look at the story and see what we've already done. It's like, Oh my goodness. So many things have happened that I prayed for. And I didn't even notice because I was too busy looking for the next thing, right? So, oh man, oh, preach to myself today. So, so many truths have been uncovered about myself in these 15 years. I mean, dang it. I was so stupid rebellious. I felt trapped. I felt like I had to be this like quiet, gentle, submissive wife and uh, blah, blah, blah. No, thank you. And so instead of like growing better at that, which you think that was the goal, but no thanks. And so instead I've like learned to love myself. Right. And because I love myself, I am able to love him best. I want what's best for him because that's love. And I've met my own needs and I've let, you know, God heal those icky things and I've calmed down a little bit. And so that's what makes it work. Two very major differences in those ways of thinking. Um, And then Joshua, of course, has, has just become humble and gentle, but also empowering and And it's just work. I mean, God, the poor guys had to figure me out and bless him, you know. So that's it. I hope, you know, I think if we made it these first 15 years without killing each other, I think we can probably do it again. Um, This was fun. I hope that you, I hope that you just step into our story and realize that you are not alone and that we are cheering for you. So, yeah. And then we progressed Kind of quickly. Pretty fast. Yeah. That was, <laughs> our first date was, what, at the beginning of October? We don't need to get too many details, do we? No, we can just skip to, like... November? <laughs> November? Wow, you just jumped straight in November. <laughs> we remodeled two houses really quickly. Yeah, so, anyway, for real, the truth is, we did progress fast. And I don't... Have you ever wondered why? Hmm... I don't know. I don't think I've told you this either, but I kind of like, I don't dated. That's a weird word. I, I don't know the right, I guess I dated this guy a little bit for a while in between there. And, uh, not anything major, but he'd say stupid things like, you fill in my missing puzzle piece, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. Like I, it gave me no feeling whatsoever, you know? <laughs> I hate guys who say stupid things like that. And he wore like... Did I say stupid things like that? No. I'm trying to think. I'm like, wait, I probably did. <laughs> anyway, he was just too preppy for me. And he was so, so nice. Too nice. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, my point is... it. 
My point is, <laughs> I don't know why I move so fast with you. Because then when, when I was dating you, it was like, I don't know. It just felt you were so gentle and safe. And honestly, you were so comforting. Hmm. That's what I remember about that. So we like said, I love you so fast. And I think. Well, then we started working, you started working with me in in Atlanta Atlanta. as well. Yeah. So we were with each other a whole lot. That's true. We sang some Celine Dion on the interstate. Yes, um, that drive to Atlanta and back, a lot of Celine Dion, (laughs) and I can't remember what else we were singing, but yes, a lot of that. Maybe Rent as well, I'm not sure. (laughs) I can't remember. Yeah. So um, I ended up getting pregnant. Right. Really soon. <laughs> right. And we really didn't even know all the things about each other we needed to know at that point. No. Really important things. Now we had to figure those out much later on, I think. Yeah, you know, but, oh, it makes me kind of tear up. But, like, when I think back about it, God was so gracious because, I mean, really our belief system is very much in line you know, mm-hmm. but but I think we both had. I don't know. At least I had always done the right thing. Yeah. You know, tried to earn people's approval, make sure that I was doing what God wanted me to do at all times, and was trying to check all the boxes at all times. So to have a huge uh, mess up <laughs> of yeah. something like that um, was was pretty. I don't. Um, humbling (laughs) like humiliating somewhat and at the same time I had to really probably learn about grace for the first time like when you live a life of trying to be right all the time and and do what is right it's very easy to judge others when they when they stumble but but yeah when it's you that really makes it much more difficult and it's a chance to really learn and man I definitely you know, from, from learning grace from your parents um, to with each other. And, that was a hard day telling us. Oh, that was really, really tough. Especially when you got to go sit in your daddy's lap, and then I was still sitting over there like, uh, by myself <laughs> on the couch on the other end of the room. Because he you know? said, I, I've made, I don't know what astronomical number he used, five million mistakes today. Yeah, yeah. And you've made one or something crazy, which is not real, but yeah. it was still very nice of him to say. Yeah, it was. And then my mom said, we're having a baby. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was pretty exciting. And so today is actually our wedding anniversary. 15 years. I've been trying to get you to do this podcast since July. I find it very ironic that this is the day we ended on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think it had to be posted by like tomorrow or something, yeah. right? So, you know, time's le- up. leave it to me to wait until the last <laughs> possible moment to, to do something. So we spent like a day planning a wedding mm-hmm. and decided that that was... That planning a wedding was no horrible. fun and we didn't want to do that. And we cried and, mm-hmm. and then we booked a cruise. Yeah, we booked a cruise uh, for six people. Two of us, my parents, parents and your parents, yeah. and um, that cruise left, I guess, on like February the 13th. I guess so. So we literally like, well, you and my dad got off the ship. Yeah, we got off and, well, we got to Key West, first stop of the um, of the cruise, Key West. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this part of the story. And we walked all around Key West, which had just recently been ravaged by a hurricane or something like that. So their beaches were not actually very nice or in existence anymore. And so we we walked a long time. And then finally, like from a spot where beside this fence and looking over like, wow, the beaches are really pretty over there. And we walked all the way up, kept following the fence and then realized it was a naval base. And... Went up to the gate, and the guy who was working the gate was former Air Force, which your dad was retired Air Force, so we were able to get on the base. We called y'all and said, hey, we found a spot, yep, and gave and me the spot. You, and when I got there, the spot was exactly what I had always pictured, so it was beautiful and cold. It was quite chilly, but it was gorgeous. Photographer yeah. was fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> we had like one camera that we kept passing around between the six people that we had together. You know what? It was not a Pinterest wedding, and it was the best 
I'm so thankful. Like people put so much stress and time and money into these things and it's ridiculous. So I'm I'm really thankful for what we had and I think I'd always wanted to get married on the beach or something anyway. So something simple like that. So it worked out really, really well. And your dad did the ceremony. It was yeah, he forgot to do the vow. Yeah, it was his first wedding, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I do. do you I do, too. Okay. I do, too. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> so maybe 15 years later, we finally got that part in there. <laughs> so let's think, like, I don't know. Okay, so where should we go from here? I had bought a house and you had bought a house. So we kind of like our our marriage is kind of built on houses. <laughs> yeah, kind of literally. Isn't uh, that funny? Yeah, it definitely is. We We've had five. Right. The first two were really it was really awesome because I got to know your family very well. <laughs> um, while working on I mean, I'm talking about like your grandparents cuz your grandparents were helping you out um, painting and doing all kinds of stuff at your house and um, your dad and I got to work together a whole lot, which I still love working with him. So that's, that was something that was, uh, it was just a great opportunity to get to know everybody in your family through, mm-hmm. through, uh, through remodeling. And, uh, so we had two houses for the whole first year of our marriage. That was really hard. That was pretty hard. Yeah, you're right. We went through kind of a, we started really in a good place and then financially, just that transition and, and kind of rushing into all the things that we did was tricky. So I needed to go to grad school in order to, you know, work. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up working kind of as a substitute. And Yeah, while you were going to grad school and you did I mean, real just, estate stuff as well. Oh, yeah, I did the real estate. and I mean, just crazy, all kinds of odd things. I finally got a teaching job oh, on the same day that Grayson yes, was born. literally... You were in flip-flops. Flip-flops, polo, and shorts. And I went to a job interview because they called me that morning. And got a job while, like, I mean, God provided mm. literally in the nick of time. Literally. For real. <laughs> For real, yes. But it was still hard because we still had two house payments, private insurance, and it was just kind of a tricky time. Yeah, there were a lot of tough things during that first, first year, really. And then too, like... Just all the personal things, like learning to come together and... Yeah, the things, a lot of the things that we probably would have learned if we had dated for more than, you know, four months. Yeah. A lot of that stuff we had to figure out during the first year. Um, and that made it, you know, made it more difficult, I think, just having to figure all those things out and not knowing how we worked and problem solved together or mm-hmm. if we could even problem solve together. Um, we did realize that we were both firstborn and headstrong and hardheaded and opinionated. <laughs> and so that was, that was something to get used to. You mean to like when you told me not to go in the attic because it wasn't safe? Yes. Um, <laughs> I think, well, you're, I'm pretty sure you were pregnant at the time. Yeah, I was. And um, I didn't have plywood down in the whole attic or whatever. And I said, don't go up there. You know, when I get back, I will take care of it or something. Well, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah, pretty much not. So I got back and there was a hole in the ceiling. (laughs) Thankfully, something caught you or something. You didn't go all the way to the floor. But yeah, then I had to patch the ceiling. I could just picture me being like, oh, I don't know how that one got there. (laughs) I am 100% positive I didn't, like, call you or run to you and say, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. I walked in and, and realized what had happened. That was all that was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of stuff like that. There are probably plenty of those times where I was the, the one who was being stubborn or whatever as well. Um, I don't think you mind led to, like, the ceiling being destroyed or anything though, so it's a little bit harder to remember for me. You probably remember better than I do with those, oh, no. those situations, but uh, we have grown so much. Goodness. Thank goodness. I think I actually wrote something about that in your card today about <laughs> about our growth together and just how how incredible it is to think of where we started and to look at where we are now and um, yeah how much we've grown as a couple and how 
most of the time we function a lot better now than we did back then. Oh my gosh, so much better, a hundred percent better, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, probably way more than a hundred percent. Like multiples <laughs> I don't of where even we started. Feel like we're the same people. I genuinely don't. I would say that we're not. Uh, I doubt it very seriously. Um, I think there's still a lot of a lot of the things that we really liked about each other are still there, but I don't think those are the I don't know, I think so many things have changed and we've morphed a lot, you know, into who we are as as a couple, but also individually. We've grown tremendously. Yeah. So we've grown a lot and I guess I'm kind of curious how you've changed in the way that you think about how you thought about us then or how you thought about just how we got started and having Grayson and that kind of thing versus how you think about it today. You know, because we talked about, I mean, we were both perfectionists and we both had this need to be perfect, which is kind of something big on my heart right now because I think our Christian culture really demanded perfection mm-hmm. of us, Definitely. right? Weren't we raised yeah. to have this high level of, standard in order and and it's like taught that you don't have to please God and you don't have to earn his favor and yet but you need to do all these things and all these things have to be right in your life number one right number one Christian priority having your quiet time and being pure and I'm not against those things obviously but do you feel like those were harmful mindset yeah definitely I think it you know led to a lot of shame a whole lot of shame during during that time and even for the first several years of our marriage I think a long we, time. yeah it took us a long time to heal right um, so I at that time there was I think that's the main word I would go with is just shame and disappointment in myself and yeah. um, I feel to, like I took the blame on myself for most of the time and I don't know. You didn't you want to blame me? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't blame you. I blamed me. Really? So, yeah. And we didn't talk about it. Uh, we did some, but not, I don't think with the intentionality of trying to heal or anything. Right. It was we much more about like on our own. trying to, to get on through and push just through and start happy. with. I like, yeah. Okay. So I'll let you answer first how, how you think differently now. And then I want to go back to that happiness. Hmm. Do you still carry all of those feelings? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's been 15 years. I kind of moved on after a few of those, you know. I don't know. What about you? You explain. Yeah, I think just accepting that God's love and His um, need for me and giving me a purpose doesn't come from my behavior at all, really. Mm -hmm. And He desire so much more for our life so much joy and so much living and it's not based on perfection and so I'm I'm sure time has healed it some but I don't really I don't know I kind of have mixed feelings about time healing things I don't really think time heals wounds to be honest um but I think when you allow yourself to face them and accept just it as truth, like that's what happened, but it doesn't define me, it doesn't limit me, it doesn't change the beauty of my life and actually see the beauty in it, right. then really you can kind of embrace it. I think, I mean, the fact that it gave us Grayson, right? Yeah. That was <laughs> That was a huge part of being able to grow because of that situation, I think. Um, right. Because everybody around us loved that kid. Mm-hmm. We loved him too, obviously. Oh my but, gosh. But just seeing how everybody else loved us and loved him, I think was pretty eye-opening. Oh, man, this was a big, you know, a big mess up I felt like in my life. But at the same time, this is what came out of it and and then i've got all these people around that love me possibly even more now than they ever had before Mm -hmm. or at least they're showing more love now than they ever had before um so i think that that helps to heal it a lot too you know just 
so often you don't want to base anything on, on other people's reactions, but at the same time within that situation, yeah, you're like, and, and being loved by other people. Mm. Um, and then, you know, getting, getting to love Grayson and, and having a son is, that obviously is extremely life-changing within that too, so. He's very easy to love. I think until like 14, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes, he is. <laughs> we'll get to parenting in a little bit. Oh, no. Let's not spend we too long there. Episode, <laughs> no. Parenting is not our strong point right this, these days. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I do feel, I feel like back kind of as that firstborn thing, maybe just we both have this need to prove. So I might have needed to prove that you were good enough for, you know, in my life and that I was happy or like to my family, like we're good and that kind of thing. I think you, you asked me, what was it? Oh, did, did you ever, did I ever think that we wouldn't work out? Oh gosh. You asked <laughs> that, that up? you asked that not too long ago. At our and, and like, anniversary date. Yeah. Yeah. And so in my mind, I was not like, the question to ask. no, because we're both too hard headed to even think about Right. It not working. We have to prove anybody <laughs> wrong that would have thought that it wouldn't work, you know? So, right. um, so I think that was, well, <laughs> that mindset of being the oldest kind of helps to make sure that we are going to push through whatever to. And just this desire to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that too. I mean, I want happiness badly, mm-hmm. you know, I want family. I want a home. I want a safe space. I want you just have a picture for what you want for your life. And I think what we've learned, even without talking about it necessarily, is that you create that. Mm-hmm. You have to create it. And so you can be, you know, joyful in the moment. You can make the moment joyful. You can choose. And I very, very clearly remember just making up my mind to enjoy you. And I know that sounds really... <laughs> well, I'm so glad I'm you did. I'm not trying to be ugly at all, but I think uh, any married person can understand this feeling. Yeah, definitely. Of just sometimes you get in a place that you didn't know you were going to be, and you're like, how did I get here? Like, I did not pick this. I didn't know about this. I didn't sign up. For, and I'm. it's not. I'm not at all belittling you if that is just reality of two humans coming together every married couple I've ever talked to has said oh whoa you know like (laughs) yes this is another person and I don't always like them and so anyway my point is at one I mean you can either like rehearse in your mind all the things that you don't like and just wish for happiness like right I wish we were happy I wish And I mean, I've spent a lot of time doing that. I wish we had this and this and this and this. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can make a choice. Like I, I mean, like I said, I, it was extremely deliberate and it took a lot of practice of every day saying, God, like give me eyes to see him the way you see him and give me compassion for his hurts and show me who he is on the inside and just choosing to enjoy you, you know? Yeah. Like, one of the things that I learned, I think, in that was, because um, one of the things I want from you is this strong spiritual leader. Every woman wants it. I don't know if it's our books or our movies or what it is. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, it's probably a godly desire. I'm not saying it's just made up. But we want this man who does all these things. And I didn't feel like I was getting it the way I thought I should. And God, I think, showed me one day, like, our worship is not mandated to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that, like, when you play your drums, the actual physical act of playing the drums is worship. Not just, you know, putting your hands up or having this facial expression or, I don't know, whatever stupid, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and it just changed the way I thought about you. Instead of grumbling, I could just watch you play drums and be so thankful that God received that, 
you know, receives that as a gift. And that was just one example. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if you knew that I was doing all of that in my mind, but it changed our relationship in a dramatic way. And my friends noticed and would comment, like, y'all have changed. Mm-hmm. And it was 100% on my part changing my mind about what I rehearsed in my mind and what I right. allowed myself to think. Um, and that's, I mean, true for me too. Maybe not something as heavy as, you know, spiritual, but thinking about just things around the house and stuff, I can either choose to see what you've done and how hard you're working, or I could choose to see the things that didn't get done, <laughs> you know, or I could choose to see the fun that you're intentional, intentionally having with, with the boys or choose to see the things that, you know, aren't cleaned up yet or something, you know? So it's, it's, I think it's definitely that. Um, and those are physical things, but just with who you are as well, choosing to see the things that um, that really do make you who you are and that are super positive things about you. Like that's, that's something that is important for me to focus on rather than focusing on whatever I may want you to be in addition or, so, you know, I want you to be more like me in something or something <laughs> ridiculous like that, you know? Yeah. Well, so the questions that people ask, I mean, they kill me because, I mean, I think you and I both are very authentic people. I mean, what you see is, is the truth and it's it. We don't, we don't hide things. I mean, we're just very genuine. Um, but it's impossible to show your whole life in social media or when you greet someone at the store. Like you don't just spill. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? You I don't really want to know. You're just husband this morning. Like right, you don't. Right. You don't do that. And right. so we do. We do get angry and we do get mad and we do make mistakes and like every day, all day. But so it's just funny because I mean, people ask us about our communication. Oh, we're great communicators. What are you talking about? Like we <laughs> and how to have so good at that emotional health and balance. Ooh, yeah, we're so good at that too. <laughs> yep. Um, and so, um, one of the things, oh, and about just being intentional and attention, intentional parenting and how we communicate. So I want to kind of oh, shift into that. That's a lot of stuff. I know, I know. Well, let's dissect it a little bit. Okay. Um, one of the things as a follow or continuation of what we were just talking about is one of the things I think we've gotten very good at is on the daily, we choose to appreciate each other and acknowledge each other. Yeah. And that is not something we've always done. No, I think, I mean, honestly, probably within the past five years is when we've gotten better at that. Yeah. Maybe even less than that, honestly. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably since we've been in this house. Everything's related to houses with us. Oh, so, 100%. you know, so I'm thinking about like, <laughs> Per house. Was it last house? No, it wasn't there. It's actually where we are now. We've been here five years. So, you know, that kind of helps us narrow it down. But I think um, intentional communication as far as just good morning. Good morning. I literally. And you responding to good morning is great too. It's so hard for me. Sometimes it's just a like I'll rub your arm. Yeah, that's good enough. I got you. (laughs) I can't. Oh, it's so hard. But yes, telling you good morning is my number one goal in life. I'm always proud every time you do. So that's good because I wake up very easily in the morning. Like for real, before my alarm clock goes off, most mornings I wake up, I go and jump in the shower and I feel great. I'm ready to start the day. (laughs) Like life is good. Let's get started. And you are hitting the snooze button multiple times during that process and then getting up really grumpy and whatever. So. I mean, not grumpy, just quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Quiet. Okay. Quiet. Don't make me grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so don't turn on the lights and don't talk to you and you won't get grumpy. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So we were intentional that way. And then another thing that you are really good at is just thanking me for all the things. I mean, ridiculous things. Thank you for, I mean, I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with him? Well, it's, I mean, we just talked about how it was important that we see the yeah. the positives and, and those kind of things in each other. Now I know what you're doing. 
No, it's, it's me. Like, when you say thank you, I'm going to be like, what does he hate about me right now? No, <laughs> it really is me just focusing on those things that, that are positives and, and trying to make sure that I always do yeah, that. And now. also expressing that thankfulness to you because um, you don't have to. <laughs> There's so many things you don't have to do that you do. Yeah, but it's doesn't so it set great. you up so that if something else needs to be said, you've really, and genuinely so, I think. And it sounds like some behavior management stuff. I mean, like no, we can't help we'll go ourselves. through and give like four positives and then, then that <laughs> way you can it. that way you can sandwich it in the midst of I mean, you have that, that one thing in the middle works. that you really gotta <laughs> gotta address in the middle of that. No. Oh my gosh. So that is one of our major communication things is just communicating the good. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely. And I would say our most of our days are very good. Yeah. Lately. Lately, yes. Lately, out of 15 years, lately. Yeah, Like five for five years or so, we've been in a much healthier communication. Yeah, I think before that, there was a lot of me choosing, you know, me getting upset about things and then not talking about them for quite a while and then gradually getting more and more angry. There was all that kind of stuff back somewhere (laughs) in there as well. Well, I mean... Yeah, I don't know how much we want to go into all that. <laughs> just focus on the last five years-ish. That's probably better. Um, but then also, you would build up multiple things that you wanted to talk about, and then we kind of have to have a long conversation yeah, so every time. so one of the things I'm not good at, well, I don't know if it's a good or not. I've worked really hard. I refuse. It's kind of one of those things I've vowed. I've, I've, I refuse to nitpick. Like, mm-hmm. I refuse to nag. I, one of my fears is that you're going to see me as a nagger or see me as annoying or perceive me as in the way or weak. I just have some personal issues with that. And so I won't. But that doesn't mean things aren't <laughs> happening. Right. Also, though, I do think we are pretty good. I'm not trying to be boastful or anything but like we don't complain about dumb things anymore like which direction the toilet paper is facing when we first got married you'd go in and change it and i'd go in and change it every single every single time, time. We used it. i mean who does that i don't know who won i don't Me. know is it now the way you yeah oh well, congratulations I mean, yeah i should thank you for that you should thank you. you're welcome because you don't give in much not often so how many things about yourself about your daily activities you had to change because of my ridiculousness so many things, so many things. but that's okay it's typically for a good practical reason though. oh god don't even <laughs> okay it makes more sense this way or something ridiculous like that so. <laughs> But yeah, we don't focus on those things as much, and and oftentimes we just go ahead and right, we go ahead and just step in and take care of it or do whatever it is instead of instead of being upset by it. But I think having a thankful heart is what allows that to happen. Yeah, that shift has happened with being thankful and saying those things out loud. So that is, I think that's our biggest plus, and maybe our tip. Is that our tip? That's a good tip for communication. A lot of thankfulness. But then, like conflict resolution. So when it so what I I've been thinking about it. What I think happens is in general, one of us is good, right? Mm-hmm. At all times. So we kind of take turns. If you're in a good spot, you will take over the picking what we're gonna eat or taking care of the kids, or you yeah. just step up. And we're I think we're pretty equal at home. Yeah, usually without having to say anything, like it just yeah. we realize the just, other one needs a little oh, bit more, and we'll go yeah, ahead and you just tag your yeah, exactly. And then if it's my day. We just do. It's kind of unspoken, and we rise and fall wherever. Kind right. Of roll with that. Now, if we get into this place, like the past week or two, <laughs> where we're both low, it's usually due to outside stressors. It's most always due to outside stressors. Just stress. Like, yeah. Definitely. And so then we're short-tempered, or we're like, I don't want to pick the food because we hate picking. Oh, I hate the food sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, just things. And then we get in kind of this funk. And we're not angry out loud. Neither one of us are angry out loud. So we're just moving through this grind of, ugh, you mm-hmm. know, irk. 
<laughs> kind of like your sound, <laughs> sound effects you've got for this. So what I like, but you know, like if you do that with someone outside and then space just happens and grows and then you just lose and it becomes awkward and you can kind of feel that happening and it's like, no, we need to come back together. We need something that's going to pull us back into unity. And what I have found that we do is like go on a walk. Mm-hmm. Like something, um, what would that word be? Something to take us Indirect. out of the situation and then... Right, like we kind of yeah. ease into it the long way. Yeah. Like we talk about something that's off... Off topic. topic to gradually to end up on... To kind of unify us and we're like, oh yeah, we're speaking again. Yeah. And then if we need to kind of actually... Address some things or talk about whatever it is. It's a little bit easier to come to Yeah, it. and then it's, oh, so that's why you've been upset for the past week. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then it's usually fine. And again, it's typically not because of each other. It's usually the outside stuff. I mean, sometimes, stuff. or, yeah, it's, I mean, it's complex, you know. Yeah. It's whatever it is, all or, the things normal. Or, you know, our kids are driving us crazy. Well, it's always that. <laughs> it's always that. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. But anyway. Um, okay, so that's our conflict resolution. Check, check. Um, okay. And communication that took care of both, right? Yes. All right, cool. I don't, we didn't talk about how we communicate with our kids or others, but that feels hmm. like a whole lot. Yeah. And Maybe know. about a year from now, we'll have another conversation like this. A year? Okay. I don't know, whatever. Y'all let us know if you want to hear from Whenever you the tell me. sooner than a year. Um, okay, so let's get back to our story. One of my favorite cards you ever wrote me. Oh. You write good cards, good words. I'm not even a words person in that way. Like, you don't think so? I definitely think you are. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I am. I'm usually, I usually feel quite inferior when I go to write in a card for you. But. Oh, well, oh I do like to write words, but I'm not like just <laughs> like... Like to yeah. craving to hear words. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not just, oh, I wish you'd send me a card. I don't do that. No. But I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And so one of the cards that stands out to me is that you said that you didn't know, you wrote that you didn't know what kind of mom I would be. And you didn't even know to think about that or to hope for something. Mm-hmm. So you were glad it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> And that I had surpassed your <laughs> hopes that you didn't even know you had. Yes. Um, <laughs> Way beyond expectations as a mom, for sure. <laughs> um, and I, I appreciate those words. They probably meant more to me than any other words you've said. Because um, being a mom is my absolute favorite thing. And I do feel like we've kind of grown something magical in our home and I feel like our home is our safe space which has always been my goal mm-hmm. I agree I, I think kind of when I went through that transition of in my mind about how I approached our marriage and how I thought about you the compassion that I shifted into was creating a safe space for you to come home to yeah, that was a big shift because um, I felt it. Like I didn't know that's what you were trying to do. I don't think. I, don't, I think it took us a while to actually talk about it. But, mm-hmm. but I noticed it was no longer like confrontational or whatever. It was much more like, oh, I can go home and yeah, and be in a place where it I want to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. And there are other. I mean, there are issues and things that I had to work through in my mind and. I mean, that's a lot, but, but shifting into our safe space, creating a home that's safe is, was my number one thing. And, um, and so you give me credit for it, but that's not complete. And it's definitely both of us that have to grow a home and it's not something that just happens. It's not because two people come together who are great. That's not it at all. Mm -hmm. It's two people who want something. Right and work to get it like instead of choosing to stay angry we choose to start every day fresh yeah that kind of goes along with the whole house thing doesn't it yeah if you really think about it how hard we worked um you know our last house we were able to build it and that was really cool and we had a contract to build it we didn't actually build it 
but the one we're in now was a complete gut and remodel and all of that and you know the whole time we're doing all the work that's required for that I think the underlying thought in my mind was always about creating that space 100%. for us to be you know so while there's actually a physical action of creating the space there's something much bigger happening and it's what we were wanting to we want to build the home that we wanted the whole world yeah know, there's so much to that like for one this particular building this house <laughs> needed restoration right. and we felt like the lord said get everything out like yeah. everything old every tree every like everything old had to go right and fill it rebuild it and restore the the love and the holy spirit and and just wash it anew and so that's been really powerful Okay, that reminds me of something. Okay, at our first house, our we call it our Dunn Road house. Mm-hmm. It was your house. It was your great-grandmother's house. Yeah, yeah. And you told me that you'd never had a birthday, like, surprise birthday party. or. Oh, yeah. And so I throw really. you this oh, surprise man. birthday party. And at this point, Joshua is... <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk bad about you, but, like, extreme perfection. Oh, yes. Unhealthy. You're about to bring up the floors again, I, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, so man. Josh, like, refinishes beautiful old hardwood floors himself. They were so gorgeous. They were really beautiful. <laughs> and we had a gravel driveway, and I had planned this surprise party. And we play pin the tail on the donkey because isn't that what every 30-year-old wants at his surprise birthday party? I don't understand why we play. I think I was only like 26 or 27. (laughs) Maybe that's why. I don't know. Like when I rethink about this, I'm like, why did did we play that? Yeah, that's probably, I was 26, which. And we weren't even drinking. Like, I don't know why we played this game, (laughs) but we did. It's because Riley was playing the party. And if Riley's playing the party, there have to be games. It's going to be fun. So anyway, we blindfold, we spin, everybody spins and plays and la, 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 la. And then the floor, like people have gravel in their shoes. <laughs> and so the floor is destroyed. Yes. Uh, do, you remember oh, what I, do you remember what I did after that? So, I think like that night you refinished them again. I, yeah, I had to go rent the floor sander again. <laughs> the, like literally the next day, he's like, nope, I can't live with that. No, no I had to go through and refinish refinish all the hardwoods. And I love that about you. Like I, it's, it's a very healthy thing. It's grown into a very helpful thing. (laughs) Probably still not healthy, but helpful. Yes. You've grown though, but I can remember telling you one time, these floors are here for our children. Mm -hmm. The floors are not top priority. They are here for our kids to live on and play on. And you have grown in that way oh. more than any other. <laughs> Kian is the reason for that. You do realize <laughs> yeah. this, right? Oh, really? Oh. So we have another little boy. Yes, yes. We haven't even told how we got him or anything, but we have another one, and that's who he made. Yes, Kian is seven, and uh, I was even talking to your dad about it this morning, just about all the things he's broken over the past. <laughs> Let's like, list them super fast. All right, go for Dishwasher. it. Dishwasher. Yes. Dryer. Yes. Bathtub plug. Yes. Bathroom vanity. Vanity, yeah. Uh, my car door. Um, vacuum. The vacuum. His pillow. <laughs> His pillow today that he just got, yes. I mean, just reckless. <laughs> oh, but I, I he... that's just the top. Oh, uh, what, what I told your dad today was just something along the lines of, I used to get so upset when Grayson would do something like this, but now with Kian, it's just like... He's so he's so much like you that I'm just kind of like ah oh, you know we can't. I'll just have to fix it. <laughs> um, I really love you for that. I truly respect it and notice it. But I think I bring that up just because there is I I definitely have had a huge shift in how much I'm able to put yes, but poor Grayson. We're so hard on him that firstborn. <laughs> Expecting him to be like us. Just perfect. We wanted to be perfect, and he mm-hmm. is. But we. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, mom guilt. So see, <laughs> we're great parents. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is not a parenting podcast. Oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. We may have been behavior specialists at one point in time, but yeah. Jeez. One of the things I think, like a couple things that have really helped us, are some tools: our love languages. Mm, yes. And enneagram. Yes, both of those. How do you think those have kind of helped us? Ah. Uh, Love language is definitely important. Um, what I typically would give would be acts of service and that kind of thing, but yet that's you 
care a whole lot less about that than you do just spending time and mm-hmm. so having to figure that out and just understand why in the world is she so grumpy the past uh okay well i need to let's go for a walk let's spend some time <laughs> together you know it's yeah. just just understanding that and and trying to make sure that i, I meet the needs that that you have and that, especially the ones you have the most which is yeah needing that time and intentional time it makes all the difference yeah because then you're great and you're wonderful yeah so and go. of course kian's the same way yep 100% <laughs> and then our enneagram results has that helped you i i mean um it helped me like individually i think just knowing what my number was like i've had several other people who, who I'm, I'm number six and uh loyalist and i've I've heard of other people getting loyalist and they were just kind of disappointed or something. Mm. Man, I own it. I love that I'm <laughs> number six. Like, it, it makes so much more sense to me now. Like 100%. I have just a few friends and I'm super close with them and I will do anything and they'll do anything for me and they're people I know I can count on. Like so many things about that. Just yeah. really, I was really able to identify with immediately, even well, though most people didn't think that was my number. When no, we were... <laughs> I did not think that was your number at all. And right. so when I realized and was able to see you that way, it changed everything for me. I was telling someone on the Ash and Ivy Friends page, we were talking about Enneagrams this weekend, and I said sixes have become my favorite number. My favorite person is a six. (laughs) And it's because when I was able to see all of those things that you do, like compulsively fix the floor or like whatever it is, all the things that you do to serve me and love me so well, (laughs) and and just all the things, the way you support me and support my dreams and help me fix and help me think and help me, that's you being loyal mm-hmm. and it's you being my friend. And when I was able to see all of those things, I realized that you were my best friend. Right. Like, because it, oh, wasn't, it wasn't the type of friend that you thought that you needed to have or yeah. whatever. Like, it just I'd never, I mean, I've never had a friend like that. Right. Right. And so uh, it's, it was powerful for me. Yeah. I think. Yours is what three? Yeah. Is that three? What is that? I forget. The achiever. That. Achiever. That's right. Um, which you don't feel. I don't know how you feel about it now, but initially you were like, ah, well, it's embarrassing. Right. Right. I mean, it exposes all your but, sins. But at the same time, like that's what you thought I was too. But that's right. Yeah, I yeah. guessed one first, and then yeah, three. one, and then three. Because we went like, through that. We went starting at one. It's like, oh, you must be a one. No, nope, must be. Anyway, but mm-hmm. but knowing that, it allows me just to be steady or consistent i think yeah for you so that you you don't have to achieve for me it's just me supporting you while you do what you feel like you need to do and so it it, i don't know it made me feel in a better place too just kind of understanding that like providing i am doing something because i didn't i didn't always feel like i was doing what you needed i know i Uh. knew that you wanted more conversation and more of this, more of that, and never was what I felt like I could do. But uh-huh. then when I realized what it is that you're really seeking or trying to do, it kind of gave me more confidence in, in who I was for oh, you, yeah. if that makes sense. Well, yeah, it does. So. And I see you doing that. I didn't realize that was why. Yeah, I feel like we've really had a shift in just letting each other be ourselves, probably because of the Enneagram. Yeah, I think so as well. Like we're not, I mean, I'm sure it's just with maturity and growth too, but just not taking things personally and not being offended so quickly and mm-hmm. letting each other be, you let me be stronger and don't like. I don't try to squash whatever it is you're yeah. doing or try to whatever. Yeah. Or feel like I've not, I've got to be the one that's mm-hmm. the achiever and got to be strong and all that kind of stuff like that. I can just. Which you are, you achieve great things, but. Just giving each other the space to be. Maybe that's answering the question about being emotionally balanced and healthy. Yeah, that probably makes sense within that. Is like we can't meet each other's needs all the time. And so that we, I remember when we tried to find hobbies together. (laughs) And we just don't really have a lot of hobbies together. On belay. Leon oh, that's it, right. right. We did. We, <laughs> tried we did to, try to get certified to, for rock climbing one yeah, time. We both got our belay certification the first time. I couldn't tell you a single thing about how to do it now, but 
That was our attempt. That was one attempt. Oh, I'm glad you remember that. I can't remember what else we tried to do. Oh, God, I don't know. Some, probably just all of our house projects is what we've learned that we have in common. Those work well as hobbies. <laughs> but you kind of but we have had learned to seek out friendship in other places. Yeah, definitely. In order to stay emotionally healthy. Yeah, so we're not just asking or expecting all of that from one person yeah. uh, that can't meet all of those all those things that we need or want or whatever in our lives. Yeah, so Wednesdays are yours and you do your biking and I'm going to the gym and spending time with friends. And mm -hmm. we, I just don't look to you to meet those things anymore. My expectations have changed dramatically. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's kind of start to wrap up. One of the last things we were asked is how we celebrate each other and what we do to have a like say yes life and attitude let's do this one at a time i don't know if i can combine those two questions all right what was the first one again? how do we celebrate <laughs> celebrate each other, each other. Uh, you celebrate everything <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest so i mean we, as i think we all should <laughs> right exactly um i try to just make sure i acknowledge as much as I possibly can about what you're doing and, and yeah and so that and then yeah any holiday trying to make sure I I heard I was talking with someone about um Valentine's and they were telling me what what their husbands were gonna do for them I'm like oh that would not be good <laughs> you know really just, yes I was like um I need to talk to your husband then because we gotta like do they better than doing that much? not much at all or just that they were content in their marriage of not doing much oh, of anything for Valentine's yeah. Day, which I think a lot of people get into. They but, are. But for me, it's just a chance to just really celebrate each Why other. Why not, right? right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, it's so fun. I mean, we've done that. Even when we had no money, we found ways to yeah. to do whatever for each other and, and that kind of thing. So. Oh, um, my God. You know my biggest pet peeve? Oh. At Christmas when we said, let's not oh, buy for Oh, that one year. Other. Let's not buy for each we've other year. we multiple times. Yeah. And it is the it's, it really makes it not fun. No. And we're <laughs> supposed to be our most important people. Like, why would yes, we buy for our co-workers and uh, yeah. this thing? And, and waste money on Christmas cards, too. <laughs> and, and not buy for each other. And not buy anything for so each I, other. I don't do that anymore. I, no. You better buy for me first. And if you run out, then the mother-in-law can... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's a little bit beyond that. Cousins and such, maybe. That's who suffers. Sorry. <laughs> No, but we should put each other first. Yeah, definitely. And write the card and, um, okay, so <laughs> we said this year we were going to celebrate every, our month, our anniversary every month, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Nana and Wayne did that and we've right. kind of adopted that this year. And so the first month, um, we were going to go out and blah, 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 and we told our kids we were going to celebrate our anniversary every month and, and so... You were like, yeah, let's go to dinner. And I was like, oh, my God, wow, he's, like, really adopted this idea. And that's so nice. I haven't told you this. What? <laughs> so we, I, like, in my shower and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, all dressed and ready. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's for real, our anniversary. <laughs> oh, yeah, when it was actually. <laughs> I totally thought, I totally thought it was like just our like new tradition, a monthly tradition or something like that. Yeah, you I forgot was it was actually. So our... embarrassed, I died. <laughs> I like ran to the bonus room and called a friend. I was like, "What? You called a friend? <laughs> what am I gonna do? Like, I don't have a card. I don't have anything." Um. So yeah, there's my confession of tonight. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Like, where's my brain? So, anyway. <laughs> okay. We celebrate each other in just choosing happiness. Just yeah. choosing to forgive a lot. Celebrating every win. Just talking about the small things. Making dinner. Like, over the summer, Kian brought out our fine china glasses for water while we were playing on the scooters. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? And we let him. But we were like, you know what? Let's do it. Right. Just and that's say that's our say yes to life mentality. Right. Just you gotta live. I mean Which you do much better than I do, so Well it's taken practice for both of us. Mm -hmm. But 
if you're going to have happiness, you can't just watch someone else have fun. Like you need to be involved. Yeah. Like I I know this might sound like a dumb example, but it just popped in my mind. Like Kian, we were trail running recently and he stopped (laughs) again. Er, Run, er, run. er. (laughs) And so he sees some moss on the ground and he's like, mommy, touch it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's moss. No, like touch it for real, you know, Mm -hmm. and stopping and stooping down and touching the moss and being, I think when we talk about being present, being fully involved, it means touching the moss, not just acknowledging and being patient with your kid to (laughs) tolerate him, but no, like really get in the joy of Whatever it is. Jump what on. about when it's like, watch this for the 500th well, time? Well, you know, there's balance. <laughs> okay. Whew. I thought, man, I'm failing at that then. because. Yeah, so, I don't know. Just, just trying to say yes to all the things whenever possible. Quick rewind. The only thing with that is you have to have space to say yes. Mm. And that's something that we've really Preach. worked on. Yeah. Um, over the past, I guess about two years now, three years. Yeah. Maybe even three years now. Maybe even a little more. Um, we really, because there was a time where it was constantly soccer, constantly church stuff, constantly everything that could be possibly Life was booked all into about our programs. And um, and so we worked really hard to create more space so that we can say yes and. That's been nice. The only hard part is when they get a lot of space and you like start to enjoy the space and you don't want to say yes anymore, <laughs> but um, trying to work back towards that other balance. But yeah. um, but yes, having the space to, to be able to say yes to things. Because if you just fill up your life with all the stuff, you can you don't have time to do that. You know? Yeah. There's so much. So much good. So much growing. We still have a long way. Hopefully. I can't wait. It's going to be good. <laughs> You're so sweet to do this with me. Oh, thanks for having me. On your, <laughs> you sound on the so formal. Ash, on the Ash and Ivy show. <laughs> it's wonderful. I loved being your guest. I'll come back soon. Okay. I love you. I love you too.